Do you remember the magazine called Quizfest? Or maybe you were all about the Teen Beat or the J14. Do you remember these magazines? And inside of these magazines, there would be all of these unique quizzes to figure out like, what is your destination for your summer vacation? What does your fa- flavor ice cream say about you as a person? Who is your perfect celebrity crush? And we would obsess about these because they would reveal something about us as people. It would reveal our interests, maybe our skills, maybe our strengths. And here we are in 2021. And basically, those magazines, those teeny bop magazines have been transformed into something that we as humans and we as teachers absolutely love. Like some of you know what color you are. The Enneagram, I don't even know if I'm saying that right. But like you could be like, oh, I am a ZS with a side of a P. I don't even know what that means. I don't know mine, but like it's a thing. There is also the Clifton Strengths Explorer, which is something that multi-million dollar businesses and colleges and universities use to assess their own students. Basically, what I am saying is we love utilizing the things in our life and taking those to better explain how to approach life. We are interested in figuring out how we can utilize what we have been given and what we have learned to the advantage of those in our lives. And that is what we are going to tackle in today's episode. We have been on a five-part series called Crushing It. We celebrated education. We focused on building relationships. And now we're on the U. And the U stands for utilizing. And in this episode, we are going to talk about three things that we as teachers can utilize to really crush it for kids in our classroom. Seriously, this is going to be a highly reflective, highly impactful episode, and I cannot wait for you to dive in with me. If you're listening in the car, get your thinking cap on. If you are listening and you've got a pen and a paper nearby, you're going to want to grab that because I think the reflections that are going to happen now are going to be ones that are going to make a lasting impact for you as a person, but also you as a teacher. Let's dive into it. There is awesome in every single school day. So here is the big question. How can teachers like us who love our job, love our students, and love being a part of education, celebrate awesome even more in our classrooms and learning communities. Where can we find teaching tips and tricks? Where can we find engaging stories and motivational strategies? That is the question, and this weekly podcast is your answer. So welcome to all my teacher friends. My name is Monica Genta, and I am so excited that you are here listening to this podcast, This Teacher Life.
This section of the CRUSH acronym is so very important because it's something that we have a ton of control over. When we think about celebrating education and building relationships, which are the things that we dove into in the past two weeks, and if you haven't listened to those episodes, literally go back and listen to them. But those are things that we don't have total control over, right? We don't write school policy. We um, are not probably the principals of our districts. And so at some point, there are some roadblocks. But when it comes to utilizing, this is something that we get to do because we're utilizing things inside of us. And I want to break this chapter um, of Crushing It for Kids down into the three pillars, If you haven't claimed your free copy of Crushing It for Kids, you can totally do so. I'll put that link in the show notes. But when I'm talking about utilizing from a teacher standpoint, what I mean by that is we've got three areas where we really have to utilize those unique things. So the U is utilizing unique things that we've got going on in our life. And this is so fun because this is what makes us unique as teachers. This is what makes us us as educators. And the first one that I want to talk about is utilizing our unique interests. Every single one of us is interested in different things, right? Like there are some people who are just pet people. Some of you are amazing at planting gardens. Some of you are super interested maybe in video games or art. And that's what's so cool is every single school has a group of uniquely talented individuals who all bring their specific interests to the table. And I think we have to utilize those better. So like as an individual, let me run you through this this reflection, right? If we are going to utilize our unique interests to our advantage, we first have to brainstorm on what they are. So things that are interesting to me, things that I absolutely love, travel. I love traveling. I love trying unique foods when I travel. I love um, especially unique pizzas. I'm interested in pizza. Like I love pizza. Everything from a Casey's General Store spinning pizza, especially if it's the breakfast pizza. I love that. To really fancy pizza with like grilled corn and arugula on it. Like I'm interested in that. I'm also interested in music. I am always playing music in my classroom, on my commute to work. Like it is something that is happening 24-7. Like I had to turn my music off in order to be able to record this episode. And so those are just things that are a part of my life. So then the next question is, okay, so how can I actually use those as a teacher? So let me break down traveling. Okay, so traveling is something that I love to do. I'm obsessed with traveling. I love getting stamps in my passport. Obviously, COVID has stopped that in a big way. Um, At the point of this recording, I have not been on an airplane in one full year. And I used to have 20, 30, sometimes 40 flights in a year to do speaking and consulting. And so that's something that's changed. But I live in a really small rural community where so many of my students do not leave the cornfield. 
I remember in one of my first years teaching, I asked students how many of them have left the country. And nearly every single kid raised their hand. And I was like, holy shit. I didn't actually say that in class. But like, that's what I was thinking. You've all left the country? That surprised me. And I was like, I wonder where they went. So all these hands shot up. And I was like, no way. Where'd you go? And the very first kid that I called on said, well, Walmart? I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, I, I went to Walmart. I said, you left the country? And they're like, yeah, my house is in the country. So I had to leave it to go to Walmart. And another kid said, well, yeah, I leave the country every single day to come into town for school. And that was mind-blowing to me because I quickly realized leaving the country to my students meant leaving the cornfield. Like the country, not meaning international, meaning like soybeans. That's what that meant to my students. So I realized I could use my interest of traveling to teach kids, to show them a passport, to show them pictures of like, hey, here's when I was in the Dominican and here's what language they speak and here's here's what money looks like in Mexico and here's how transportation works and I had to use a bus when I went there and like I could totally show kids what it means to be out of the country or even shoot out of the state line so many of my kids have never left the midwest so to talk about california or new york or you know texas to be able to share those experiences is something that i cherish because it's a learning opportunity for them i want my kids to know that there is something outside of east central illinois And that's mine. That's a unique interest of mine is traveling. But I want you to be thinking about like what are things that you love? And that's what an interest is. Things that you love. What do you love? What do you love to do? What do you love to experience? What do you prefer to do during your free time? Interests are not necessarily things that you are particularly good at. They're just things that you love doing. So my question is, how could you take one of those things that you're already passionate about and use it to connect with kids in your classroom? For me, it's traveling. But I know that every single one of you has something that you could utilize in a unique way in your educational setting. We've got two other pillars of this utilize component that we are gonna dive into here in a second. But first, I wanna let you know that the Crushing It For Kids online course has registration that is open right now. If you've never heard of the Crushing It For Kids online course, you are in for a treat. Ladies and gentlemen, this starts on April 1st. And it is a 21-day, completely online, completely flexible course that is full of dynamic videos. It is full of incredibly deep discussion questions where you can gather with hundreds of teachers from across the U.S. and help support and learn from each other. There are also live Facebook groups where I interact with you during the three weeks to answer the questions that are on your heart and your head in a live environment. Not only that, you get a copy of the book Crushing It For Kids, and this is all happening to make sure that we can have the best fourth quarter of our teaching career. 
If you are listening to this wondering, oh my God, I don't know if I can make it through the year. Oh my God, I'm so ready for summer already. You might be thinking, I don't know if I have anything left in my tank. Then the Crushing It For Kids online course is for you. You can check out monicagenta.com slash courses. I will put that link in the show notes. Teacher friends, hear me when I say that it will change the way that you see education. It will change maybe your mindset on fourth quarter. And if you're already like, girl, I'm loving this school year. I'm already crushing it. Then we will take that to another level. I would love to see you in this fun, flexible, freaking awesome online course. It's the last online course of the school year. And it would be such an honor to have you in it. Check out monicagenta.com slash courses. Can't wait to see you in the online course. So let's tackle this next component of utilize. We are going to utilize our interest, but then we're going to take that to the next level. And let's talk about skills. Skills are things that we are great at. Okay, so things that you just really, truly are like level 10 at. Every single one of us has unique skills. And my question is like, what are yours? Okay, so what are things that you don't necessarily, by the way, have to enjoy these. These can be things that you're good at and you're like, yeah, I don't. It's like, it's not my favorite thing to do, but I am good at it. That's cool. Are you using those skills in your classroom? Like, are you using those to your educational advantage? So like, what are things that you are seriously amazing at? If I look at my skills as an educator, something that I truly didn't know Um, was going to go well. It wasn't something that was part of my plan, is writing. At this point, I have five books. If you would have asked me 15 years ago, even 10 years ago, like, Monica, would you ever release a book? I would have said yes, but not because I thought I was a great writer, not because I thought anybody would want to read what I had to write. It was truly because I just wanted to do it. It was on my bucket list. And then what I quickly realized after releasing my first book, Game Changers, was that people legitimately liked the way that I wrote. They keep saying like, Monica, it feels like I'm having a conversation with you. Your writing is so relatable. Your writing is so raw. I've never picked up a book like yours before. And I thought, that's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. And that did motivate me to continue writing. And actually, what's so crazy about this is, like, I just like sharing with people. Ooh, sneak peek to next week's episode, which may or may not, I'm not even going to tell you. Okay, you probably figured it out. The S is about share. So we're going to get into that next week. The S in crush is share, but it's not what you think it is probably. So teaser for next week. Come back next week for share. But what I'm saying is I was sharing some of the things that I do in my classroom. I was um, just like leading little speaking events at my local ROE. And people would come up after and be like, oh my God, Monica, that was the best professional development I've ever done. Where can I get your book? And I was like, oh, I don't have a book. And they're like, what do you mean you don't have a book? And I was like, I don't, 
I don't have a book. And they're like, those ideas aren't in a book. And I was like, no. And they're like, it should be. And so what was really interesting was these skills weren't something that I was pursuing. Like I wasn't pursuing becoming an author. I wasn't pursuing using speaking. But those are things that have come out of the classroom. Now, I'm not saying that that has to be your skills. That's what's beautiful about this. You might be like, no, I don't want to be an author. I don't want to be a speaker. Awesome. I'm freaking cheering you on. If you're like, I don't want to do that. That's great because you teach your friend, you listening right now, you have skills that I don't have. You have things that you could leverage in your classroom to help your students, to help your school. I don't know what that is, but I know that if you spend a little bit of time reflecting, you'll figure it out. I do know that. What are things that you are great at? That's, that's, a, that's a simple but hard question. Because I think sometimes it feels like we're like bragging. I'm going to be honest. Saying my skills out loud. Saying like I might be a good writer. Even then I said might. Like damn it. Own it. I'm a great writer. I'm a great speaker. That's not me being conceited. That feels so weird to say it out loud, but I think we have to own our skills. I think sometimes we kind of shell up, like we get inside of our little turtle shell and we're like, no, I don't want to do that because I'm afraid how other people think about that. What will that look like to other teachers? Friends, own your skills and then go for it. Go all out on them. You know who wants it? Your students. You know who needs it? us as humans what are the things that you are great at think about that write it down put it in a note in your phone like text it to your significant other but I really want you to think about that and once you have two or three things the next question is so what am I going to do to use that skill in my classroom what am I going to do to use that skill to benefit learners that is cool and that makes an impact that helps us to crush it and the final area are strengths now this is really interesting because these two things get confused a lot what are skills what are strengths they're not the same thing and hear me clearly skills are things that we're great at okay strengths are things that make us great you can almost think of those as like character words like core values, core things that we can't really explain. Like, how are you so good at that? I don't really know. It's just, it's almost like this natural thing. So an interest, something that we love. Skills, things that we are great at. Strengths, things that make us great. The difference is small, but it's super substantial. So like, what are your strengths? What are things that like, you just can't really explain, but they're just, they're there. Like for me, I can't explain it. And the reason why I started speaking in the first place was because one of my strengths is ideas. I'm a thinker. Like I'm always coming up with ideas and innovation. And people are like, how do you even think of that? And I'm like, I don't even know. It just happens in my brain. So do you see what happened there? I use the strength of like innovation and ideas. And I use that strength with the skill of speaking and writing. That's what's really cool about all of this. And because of it, oh, listen to this. Because I am using a strength of innovation, I speak 
And that's a skill of mine. And then guess what I get to do? I get to use that in an interest, which is traveling. I literally get to travel because I'm speaking, because I innovate. And that is when life just has like fireworks and explosions going on around it. And if you're like, oh my God, Monica, it's so beautiful how that worked together for you. That's not how it works in my life. Friend, I will tell you that's a false belief. It does like, it does work like this in your life. It does. It really does. And I want you to give yourself the gift of figuring that out for yourself. Like give that gift to yourself of time so you can say like, oh my God, I do have interest, skills, and strengths that work together. So I'm an innovator. I also am very competitive. That is a strength of mine. What is something that makes me great competitions? Which is why I use competitions in my classroom all the time. Right now, one of the dumbest but amazing things that I do in my class is we're uh, fully in person. So we have to sanitize and like uh do spray like the like the bleach water spray or what I don't even know what's in the freaking bottle but we have to do this all the time and it annoys me to pass out these paper towels all the time like I'm so annoyed by it like every single class period multiple times we're passing out um spray bottle and and paper towels and I thought why don't I remix this I have this competition prior to the pandemic called quack attacks If you've read my first book, Game Changers, you know there's this amazing chapter. Some of you have heard or seen Quack Attacks in action. It's a riff off of the Mighty Ducks and I've got a duck whistle. I could go on and on about Quack Attacks. But the point is that no longer worked during COVID or it didn't work as well. So I thought, how can I create a competition to stop my annoyance with all these paper towel sanitation breaks? So I decided, well, I'll create a competition. I'll get out the stopwatch and I will have this roll of paper towels and I'll say, ready, set, go. And if I've got 19 kids in a class, I take the roll of paper towels and I time myself as I get 19 sheets off of that roll. And the kids count one, two, three, four. And then I drop the roll of paper towels. I'm like, oh, I'm like, come on, come on. Seven, eight. Nine, and so we get to 19, and then I sprint around the socially distanced classroom and hand each of them a paper towel until I run back to my front table and hit stop on the stopwatch. My current best time, prepare to be impressed. My current best time, 30 seconds. This is something that used to take two to three minutes, and I was so very frustrated about it. Two to three minutes. And because I said, you know what, let's turn this into a friendly, ridiculous competition. Let's go for it. I said, you know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to get out a timer and we're going to have some fun. Because that's one of my strengths is taking things that are annoying or frustrating and turning it into a competition. Do you see how I just used multiple strengths there? Competition is a strength of mine. Innovation and ideas is a strength of mine. And now I am sharing that with you via this podcast. I'm interested in technology. I um, I have the skills to be able to figure out how to encode this and get this up on a podcast platform. Like this is such a cool, powerful, ah, man, it like gives me goosebumps. When we truly utilize our interest, skills, and strengths It's just so rewarding. It's rewarding for us as humans, for our kids, for our family, for our students, for our communities. And so if you haven't put pen to paper yet, 
if you haven't gotten out your phone and typed out some notes at the end of this episode I want you to do that I want you to give your self the gift of time to figure out how you can utilize those things in your life if we want to be the best teachers that we can possibly be we have to utilize those things that make us incredibly unique and I want you to be able to ask yourself that and know the answers in fact let me be your accountability partner if you've listened to this episode shoot me a direct message and be like Here's one interest, skill, and strength of mine. Like I want, I want to have that accountability piece because otherwise what happens is we're like, I'm going to do that. And then shit piles up and you never reflect. So if you are here still with me, teacher friend, I know, I know you're still here with me. I want you to reflect and then shoot me a direct message. Shoot me an email and say, here's one interest. Here's one skill. Here's one strength. And I want to cheer you on in that. I want to support you in that reflection journey. Guys, when it comes to crushing it for kids, it's not about being teacher of the year. It's not about being on Ellen because we did something amazing that went viral. It is about walking out of our classrooms or logging off of our our laptops every single day saying, I was the best possible teacher I could be today because I was me. I was fully me. I embraced those things that I'm good at. I embraced those things that I enjoyed and I did the things that make me amazing as a human. I am so passionate about this crushing it for kids concept. And I know earlier in the episode, I got some of your attention where you're like, man, I need that course. I can feel the passion. I can feel myself slipping into this negative place that I don't want to be as a teacher. I want to invite you one more time to the Crushing It For Kids course. Registration is open right now at monicagenta.com slash courses. And I would love to crush the month of April with you. I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode. I want to thank you so much for being a part of this profession. And I want to thank you so much for listening to this episode of this teacher life. We'll see you next week.